0: Hello and welcome to Uber Neuro. Now for those with brilliant hearing you will start to detect that this host has a cold today so there may be a slight increase in snuffling and sniffling from me however the purpose of the podcast remains the same. Uber Neuro was created to give the opportunity to people who are diagnosed undiagnosed and the parents of uh, undiagnosed or diagnosed children uh, the chance to tell us their story, what challenges they faced, what happened next, and where are they now? And the reason for that is because I want my 13-year-old son, who is diagnosed uh, with autism, to be able to see and hear from uh, lots of people who have gone before him, who have had similar challenges, and who whose lives haven't been defined uh, by uh, what they faced and actually that they now live um, fascinating, interesting and rich lives as adults. Um, <clears throat> so without further ado, let me introduce you to an amazing, an amazing lady. Uh, Kelly Barker uh, has a son uh, who has a diagnosis. And I first heard of her when I read about her on the BBC because she had launched an amazing um, range of clothing for her son, for people with a sensory uh, issue. I'm going to let her talk now. I'm going to shut up. Kelly, hello. Come on in.
1: Hello. Good morning. Hello.
0: Good morning. Um, so, first of all, uh, let's, let's talk about Born Anxious straight away, actually, because I think that'll open up everything else. So, tell us, what did I read about you on the BBC? What was amazing? Tell the world.
1: Right. Okay. Um, Born Anxious is a clothing um, line created by myself to celebrate... Diversity being different to promote kindness, it's label free. The t shirts are organic and they carry awareness messages for people that might be uh, made of very special, different ingredients.
0: Amazing! I absolutely love the wording and the language you've just used. That's fantastic, it's making me smile. Uh, we do have. Video from my end on this call, so we may re- re- uh, broadcast it one day, but we, we, we can't get video from Kelly today. But uh, for those of you out there watching uh, one day, you'll see I'm, I, was, I was absolutely grinning as you were talking there because I love the idea of ingredients. So now I bought some of those shirts for my son and he absolutely loved them. And I think Born Oaks is a brilliant idea. And it's one of those brilliant ideas that emerges because, of course, you faced a challenge. Obviously, your son needed clothes that were built for him. Um, and so tell us a bit about the challenge as a mum that you faced with your son pre-diagnosis, you know, what was the situation and how did Born Anxious kind of, uh, when did Born Anxious emerge and when, uh, when, you know, what stage of the challenge did it emerge? Um,
1: well, Oscar has always been, um, his behaviour is very big and he's very unpredictable um, and the first challenge for me as a parent was when we were traveling with Oscar, because he, you know, we, we do travel, we don't stop doing things. Um, yeah. we, I wanted to get him some awareness clothing, um, just really to pad out the environment that was around him and promote some kindness and awareness of what we were facing. Because he can present um, as if he's maybe just having a paddy. You know, so he can display very big behavior. So, we were going to America and I bought some awareness t shirts online, just really off the cuff. Um, just thought, oh, you know, we're, we're going away next week. I, I should really do something about this because, you know, we're, we're mid diagnosis. The behaviors are growing. This is growing into something, you know, we're drawing attention, yeah. um, unwanted attention to him, which, you know, adds to his anxiety. So, cool. I some awareness t shirts. Um, and actually, you know, they were great. It, they worked for us in terms of what the message was given. However, he did find them very uncomfortable to wear. They were very rigid, big, big prints, um, you know, scratchy labels. We're kind of having to doctor these T-shirts to get them on him. So that, that was probably about a year before I had the idea. Um, but Oscar would wear, you know, these T-shirts when we were out and about. Um, but his sensory issues were really growing. Uh, clothes, you know, would hurt him. And, and, and most of the time at home, he would just be in an nap. whether that was summer, winter. Um, he, he was uncomfortable in his own skin. And clothes um, were not, you know, something that close to his skin just wasn't welcome.
0: Amazing. And so that search for clothing, was it easy? I mean, did you find, were there, I mean, I've, I've never heard of sensory clothing. Is it a massive industry? I mean, when you went and searched and found it, was it really easy? You know, obviously the need was there, but you know, were yeah, lies.
1: Um, no, it wasn't easy, because what I found was there were um, there were things available in different places, but not together. So you right. could buy sensory clothing that's very, very expensive and usually right. from America um, right. and plain. Or you could buy an awareness T-shirt that was perhaps made by somebody who doesn't have experiences of autism. I just thought, this is a good idea. Um, And and I felt there was a big gap in the user. I felt that nobody was creating these T-shirts with the experience of the person who has to wear it.
0: And, and I agree, because as soon as I saw the article, I immediately bought three or four shirts for my son, and he loved them, and it, it, we loved them, actually. They were so lovely and, and obviously built by somebody who knows what they're doing, um, which it fills a massive gap. Um, obviously, you talked some really interesting language around big behaviour. I mean, that must have been really um, difficult, just going back to your son for a minute and the challenge you faced as a parent. You know, it, it, I can imagine the language you used around having a pad, You know, people will look out, look, look at you from the outside, and see a child having a tantrum, and you, you know, obviously that that person draws a conclusion. And so, the sensory clothing isn't just for the child; it's also to ensure that the parent and the people around the child um, can behave more kindly. That's a really lovely idea because, of course, if that child is having a tantrum. But it's triggered, and it's a behaviour as part of their, um, you know, their neurodiversity. Then actually, the way that people respond to that can, like you said, make it bigger or help the child and parent. Do you find? Do you find the clothing? Have you ever experienced that where someone has understood that uh, Oscar has a neurodiversity, and you know, either been supportive or been helpful, or as opposed to just. control your kids love you know type.
1: (laughs) Absolutely they do promote kindness but also they promote kindness but they're also celebrating differences because I think there's a lot of admiration for parents of children with autism and invisible disabilities and special needs. Yeah. Behaviour in public brings judgment you know everybody thinks that they can comment and parent on other people's children and there's a saying, you know, some people have fought a war before 8am, don't judge. And it's so yeah. important that we're promoting that kindness because we all have issues whether our children are on the spectrum or not. Parenting yeah, is hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Um,
1: you know, and that judgment um, is is unnecessary and we're in um, You know, well, really it's often
0: wrong as well, isn't it? I mean, it's just often wrong because they don't know. You know, they don't understand the state of play. I've just written that down because... Through these podcasts, when we promote them, I want to use specific quotes, and that's an amazing quote: "Behavior brings judgment." Some people think they can judge other people's children; yeah. it's totally wrong, and it, and it, we all do it probably. We all, even even now, you know, I'm sure it's human nature, isn't it? You as a mum, even though you're so aware, I bet occasionally you stop yourself and go, "Whoa, whoa, hang on!" I don't You know, that's how do you know? How do you know that that's the case? You well, know? I
1: think it's assumption, isn't it? We, yeah that everybody else, um, you know, and it's, it's about judging people by your own standards. You know, if, yeah. you, if you would be accepted to, if you would be willing to accept um, a judgment from somebody, then happily give it. Yeah. But if you wouldn't be willing to accept a judgment, because I think that naturally we all do judge other people. And, how, you know, and, and being a neurodiverse house... Um, we have completely different set of standards to everybody else because yeah. the feelings are invisible, and that's the most important thing in our house. It's not structure. It's not... Well, it is structure and it's routine, but that's led by autism. Yeah. But in terms of um, my parenting, it's completely different now to what it was when my other two children were smaller because Oscar requires a different set of... Um, almost parenting beliefs, you know, it has to be about the emotional needs of him, will not wait. They are not flexible, you know, his emotional state. So we've we've built our uh, parenting around that and and my other two children are great advocates for anybody with um, additional needs or neurodiversity because they're aware yeah, I'm sure. Feelings being invisible, they're aware of that. And it's that, you know, I think it promotes good mental health as well.
0: So, for everyone, for everyone, actually. Absolutely,
1: because, yes. You know, if,
0: someone, if someone in your family is suffering with bad mental health, that affects the mental health of everybody. I mean, it's, you know, if someone's unhappy and self harming or overly anxious and melting down all the time, everyone else is going to be upset by that as well. It's, of course. it's you know,
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, Oscar's very. Um, he, he can't regulate his emotions so if he's not okay that comes out in his behaviour and he's yes. not a typical five year old so he's not gonna wait till you get to the car to have that panic. No, no. He can't display it and and you know those those times where he isn't coping and anxiety takes over him, that is a medical event. It isn't behaviour. Yeah. His brain cannot process the situation of what is going on and he acts out those emotions Um, you know, in a very big way and it draws attention. And if people can't understand what's going on, they do judge. And that's why I'm saying promote kindness and the awareness elements of it. I've had mums give me a big thumbs up and tell me I'm doing great.
0: Amazing.
1: You know, the the opposite side of that is they're suggesting that I smack him because he's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You want to get that child under control. I can imagine. I I mean, look, we've all heard it, you know, um, I think, I think that I think this is amazing for me because you know, the reality is it is a medical event. That's really, really important, but it's expressed through behaviour. Yes. So it's not a behaviour that's expressed through a behavior. It's not an emotional event. It's a medical event. And there's a massive difference, massive difference in how we judge things. You know, if someone were lying bleeding on the floor floor, we wouldn't call them lazy. <laughs> we yeah. would we would you, you know, if your child was lying bleeding on the floor, someone wouldn't come up to you and say, Oh, what a nuisance, smacking. you know and
1: also it's not deliberate and that's why children with autism don't um, express remorse because they don't understand if somebody doesn't understand their behaviour then there will never be a lesson there to learn because they they don't see the emotion that you know when someone's looking from the outside they can see intent in that child they're intending to kick and scream and and of course fuss actually when it's a medical event and there's that behavior that's sheer i'm out of control and i need you to help me regulate what's going on so and they present the same and that's the difficulty when you're in public because they do present the same it's kicking it's screaming it's throwing on the floor it's headbutting it's hitting people and of course from the outside looking in that does look naughty
0: yeah well without the full information of course Why wouldn't it? It's
1: it's like when we go to the, you know, Oscar says toy store quite a lot in an American accent. And, you know, that's his, that's his focus. That's his holy grail. He loves the toy store. And we take him there and we celebrate his, um, ability to make choices because that's been, that's very new. And that's something that we celebrate because before probably he started school, he wasn't able to make a choice. He didn't know what making a choice was. And so, we go to a toy store and everybody looks at the little boy who's dressed very well and he's allowed to choose things and maybe sometimes too many things. And they, the, you know, the immediate um, judgment there would be that he's spoiled. Yeah. But for us, we are celebrating that actually yes. he has made a choice. He knows his mind and that's huge for children with autism because they don't always know their mind. Um, so yeah, at, you know, judgments, um, no, thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> Don't judge. I like
1: judge.
0: that. Like that. Judgement is no thank you. It's just no, absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. And,
1: and I think it's massively about, you know, that's never going to stop. It's human nature. Um, you know, as, as a neurotypical adult, I know that's human nature. I've probably been guilty of
0: yeah. Um, yeah.
1: judging in the past. I'm, I'm not an angel, but staring actually hurts. Um, don't stare and I think these t-shirts are brilliant because it says be kind sometimes it says I have autism sometimes it just says be kind we're reminding people that that's you know it's huge for us when people are kind to us as a family when we go out absolutely and, and it can change a whole, you know, it can change your day out. It can change your experience. It can change my other children's experience of the world. They're learning about the world and people and how it works. And I want them to decide that it's a nice place. Yeah. You know, for them. and, and, and Well, they their- deserve it. They deserve
0: it to be a nice place. I mean, Absolutely.
1: Really, and they advocate. I mean, they're great advocates. My son nearly got in very big trouble with some year 12 um, children last week because he stuck up for them. They were picking on someone on the spectrum, threw his bag on the roof, and my little boy shouted out, he was on his own, he shouted out, and they surrounded him, and he stuck up for himself and said, no, you're being bullies, this isn't okay. Wow. You know, rough me off if you want, I don't care, I'm I'm gonna stand up for what's right, because my brother's disabled, and I would hate it. And he was commended at school, because he was brave, and I think if wow. more people are prepared, to, um, you know, be like that and and be brave and start saying, you know, it's not all right, it's not cool, let's make being kind cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely, let's make kind. oh my God, the zingers, my God, there's so many.
1: I'm full of them, but the thing is as well, (laughs) that's why I was so, um, put so much into my designs because, you know, clothing is normally about fashion and how you look and your image yeah. Um, which you know all our children are far too obsessed with and i wanted to make the designs um current you know everything to do with autism is about a jigsaw piece um you know a missing jigsaw piece and i think the way we view, view autism in this house is that actually we've got extra pieces not less yeah um and the designs that i wanted to have were um you know to not be fashionable, but be current, and um, you know, not have to buy something because it says what you want it to say, but it doesn't look like what you want it to look like. You know, there's so many options. Yeah, yeah. And they're all really generic. You know, they're they're all gender neutral. They're all really generic messages, timeless messages. And really, you shouldn't have to gift wrap kindness and sell it to people because we all possess it, and it's free.
0: No, absolutely. I think, um, you know, Ricky Gervais in uh, the series uh, called Derek, which I don't know if you've seen.
1: I have seen it, yes. It's
0: amazing. It's an amazing show. I thought it was incredible, personally. Um, But at one point, um, Derek says, kindness is magic.
1: Yeah.
0: And I love that. And I've loved it ever since I heard it. Because in actual fact, it really is. Because the minute, I mean, when you're out and about, um, you know, your son is not coping with something, starting to have a meltdown or having a meltdown. When one person, uh, you know, walks past and says, uh, really good parenting, keep it up, lovely kids. Oh my God. You know, it changes everything, doesn't it? Well, it
1: does, but even that's a judgment, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah, yes, but I, a good one. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, but it's, it's trying to be supportive. You know, it's the thumbs up, it's the, it is, you know, and-
1: you know life is, is isn't a fight, and life is too short to um, yeah. it's, it's not a competition. we should all be celebrating everybody you know yeah, because everyone has got challenges and there are a million and one things to, you know a million and one ways to do anything we, we we narrow that down as adults into our own comforts don't we yeah. you know but flex i think Advocating for Oscar's neurodiversity has made me more flexible in my thought process about the way we do things because we have to sometimes do things that we're not comfortable with uh, parenting Oscar because that's how he can cope with it. Um, And, and, you know, we are more willing to let let things go um, because the challenges that we face um, for him long-term managing his behavior, you know, um, repeat, you know, we've, we've been trying to hit the same targets for two years now. That's hard going. So we celebrate all the really small stuff. We have to celebrate all the really small stuff. And I think promoting kindness and being autism aware and building our army and all of that, we have to support everybody else. And I always make a point of trying to support everybody else. And for neurotypical parents, we probably look really cheesy because we're celebrating everything that's so really tiny. They're,
0: they're, they're still in a kind of judgment mentality, though, aren't they? Because they're, they're going to judge it and say, well, that looks cheesy, well, they don't really know anything about it. so.
1: Well, well absolutely. But I think you know the support elements of uh, special needs parenting are so important, as you've probably yeah. found yourself. Yeah. Um, and I just think that the products that we offer um, are basically, um, you know, they're created by a special needs parent who's living what you are living. You know, yeah. I'm not, look, I'm not on the outside looking in thinking, I think this, I think that. Um, and you know, my products might not work for everybody, but they definitely work for Oscar sensory wise. I don't have an issue getting him dressed. He doesn't take his clothes off when we're out and about when he's wearing them. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you know, so for me, they work, and the messages are great because they they're, they're very deliberate but still subtle yep yep um love
0: I love I the what was the one we bought um
1: buffering
0: buffering still buffering, yeah, oh buffering. man that is so that was so on the money because I think that's the point I think people people don't realize that um someone else's brain is operating at different speed and is. Yeah. Cope and is struggling to cope, to process what's in front of them. I mean, I do that. I mean, I, you know, over my life, I'm an undiagnosed something. I don't know what, I've, I'm have i almost certainly ADHD. I can't sit still for five seconds. I'm constantly distracted. My attention span is, you know, shorter than a, a mayfly. Um, but, you know, I never had, I never had any um, opportunity for anybody to understand that. Uh, because I grew up in the 70s and frankly back in the 70s if, if you didn't do what you were told the, you, you know the teacher just threw the board rubber at you this big block of wood with a you know the uh, the cloth on it that would wipe the chalk off the board you know that's what childhood was like you know now of course we're much more aware so we're aware that if a child is struggling to process information well, they may not be processing information the same as everybody else. We we learned that in our son quite an early, at quite an early age and we, we it was very aware to us, very obvious to us that he wasn't um, doing things the way we were doing them and the way we thought he normally should be doing them because we were judging. We thought, well, this is what's expected. Um, and I think that, you know, the clothes, I mean, we bought the clothes and I agree with you, they're... They allow, and that's why we bought the buffering one, they allow him to feel better and they allow him to express how he feels. I mean, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've had people buy some T-shirts that are actually going through the diagnosis. um, Yeah. You know, not experience, is it? But, you know, because sometimes for some people, you know, that can be really lengthy. Autism and special needs are really complex. Absolutely, about a tick list? Um, and, you know, early intervention is very important, which Oscar was very lucky enough to, to have some early intervention. Um, but, but, you know, any, um, any triumphs that we make are always met by challenges. And I think everybody's got, um, you know, they say, don't they, don't, don't judge someone in their celebrating season because you don't know what they've lost to get there. Yeah. And, you know, some other special needs parents might view us and think, you know, we've been really lucky because Oscar was diagnosed before he was two years old and he'd had an MRI and blood um, blood tests and all the rest of it. But, but how we got there was that Oscar had quite a serious head injury. Wow. You know, so those um, people don't see the journey, do they? They just see what you're... Um, Where do you
0: see the, the output?
1: Absolutely. So yep. everybody's everybody's journey um, is, all, is all really different. But I think, you know, whatever age or however long it takes you to get there, what special needs parents have all got in common is that we all share the same fears. We all have the same anxieties. We're all responsible for um, our our children for their whole life. You know, it doesn't go without... You know, I'm, in my mind, planning for when I'm not here. That's pretty heavy, you know, and I think that's why you can't always relate to other parents that have just got to worry about what little whatever her name is is going to wear in her hair to the party on Saturday because it becomes irrelevant.
0: Yeah, well, it's just the same
1: There's a a darker side to it, and I think that's why I want to celebrate all the, the... smaller bits and and building the army and keeping positive and sharing that message with everybody um and that's why i blog as well because i want to give people a little insight into actually what it's really like you know because again from the outside looking in i've got this great website i'm selling everyone loads of t-shirts but actually there's a person behind it and i've got my own journey that i've had to get me there i had to give up a really good career that i loved Um, that I was good at, um, advocating for children in fostering, that I worked there for 16 years. Wow. Um, So, you know, that's been a bit of a loss. And I think that's why I'm waking up every day with fire in my belly and I'm so excited about this. And I really want to, you know, really want it to become a global message because it is really, really needed,
0: no, I agree. I think. I, I mean, that's why. That's why I wanted to have a, an interview with you because, uh, look, the product, and the company, great, but but there's so much something so much deeper, um, and it comes back to let's make being kind cool. We live in quite a well. We live in a very judgmental world, and actually, the judgment is only ego. It doesn't serve any positive benefit or outcome, and and we all lose because of it ultimately. And I think, um, you know, you're a great example of you know, that, that notion of um, there is a dark side to having a child with a difference. We're, we're quite, I, my wife and I, we feel quite blessed. We we have friends who have children with perceptibly uh, more difficult challenges or sets of challenges, you know, and we now remember, before our son was diagnosed, we now remember what we thought, and it's easy to slip into this kind of disassociated world of judgment where it doesn't matter but actually um you know of course it matters because everyone's a human like you said behind the company there's a human with a journey trying to make it happen and i think and i think if 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 people listen listen to this take away anything i mean first of all they should go to the website they should buy lots of t-shirts they should help the mission to spread the message of course and we're going to make sure we include the links but but if they take away anything it's that you know neurodiversity is teaching the whole world how to be kinder. Um, I met um, a lady who runs a special needs consultancy uh, about a couple of years ago, and she said to me, she helps schools to become outstanding in their Ofsted. And she said to me categorically, the best schools, the best way to become an outstanding school is to be awesome at special educational needs because that ability to learn to be kind to children with a difference enables you to be kind in general and it's easy to forget and I think you know I remember a long time ago when I was a lot younger someone's someone in my world who was quite a harsh cynical person said to me um you know they were quite negative about disabled children and I and I said to them, why would you say that and they said, well, what's the purpose of children with disability? I mean, why do, why do parents have a child with a disability? You know, if I had a child and I knew they had a disability, I wouldn't have the child. And I was like, wow, oh, my God, that's a really massively, massively negative thing to say. Why, why would you even think that? And he, he explained, well, what's the point? I mean, what, how, you know, what do they do for the world? And I said, what they do is they teach the world kindness.
1: Well, they do, and everyone belongs. Everyone has a place. Oh
0: absolutely and if we're here we're here which one of us shouldn't exist i mean how does that work you know exactly.
1: i think that everybody has something to bring to the world and absolutely whether you not that or not in time it, it is a different matter but everybody everybody however they present they still have the same thoughts and feelings as everybody else
0: and, and they can um, impact on everybody else you know you has to be you know just because you're neurodiverse doesn't mean you don't impact on other people you can still you know (laughs) i did some voluntary work very small amount when i was at university for like a day or two at a special needs center for children and um there was a child with very severe i'll never forget this actually a child with very severe cerebral palsy and quite a lot of issues who was incapable of Body control and motor control, so they were in a they were in a fully secured chair. And this child, uh, with their mouth and a wand, drew a picture of a sunrise. And I said, you know, I I looked at this child and I said, it's a really beautiful picture. And he he took the the pen, um, his mouth pen, and pushed the picture towards me, and and flicked his head. He gave me the picture, beautiful. and I will never forget the feeling. The sudden awareness that this wasn't a broken body because that's the outward perception. This was a perfectly incredible human being. The body had no relevance. And I mean, to be honest, it was one of the most awe inspiring moments of my life because I, st- I suddenly didn't see what was the person in the chair. I saw the person who gave me a picture. And of course, it's life changing.
1: I am absolutely so grateful for Oscar in our lives because he is a gift and I do believe that he's an angel sent down from wherever to teach us that all are, I do believe that children with special needs are sent to teach the world a different way
0: because
1: Oscar's the way he views the world and a lot of children with special needs, it's beautiful. He sees the beauty in everything. What five-year-old do you know that will study the petals of a flower? Yeah, he sees yeah. the detail in this world. And I do believe that he was a, um, a lesson sent to us because we do spend a little bit extra on that jigsaw puzzle now when we're doing it with him. We do concentrate on all the really tiny things. And I think you do that as a parent anyway, but he doesn't give you a choice. He makes you stop and think about things differently and take your time and enjoy all those simple, uh, beautiful things in in the world. So, yeah, uh, yeah, special needs children are um, amazing. and, And you're right. I do feel when I'm in the company of other parents with children with special needs, mostly I leave feeling lucky. Um, and grateful because there yeah. is always another special needs parent that's having a harder time than you.
0: Yeah. And um, you know, there's always a parent having a harder time than you.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> or a person yeah, because of,
0: exactly. you know, yeah. feelings
1: are invisible. Going back to the being kind thing again, they, they really are. So it's, you know, the, the the clothing label and, and Oscar's journey and everything, it's all one and the same. It's very hard for me to remove my emotions sometimes with his mum because I'm his full-time carer, and sometimes things are really hard, and yeah. if I've got my mum head on, we'd fail and not have the test and not, and not do the hard thing. So, you know, parent carers, it, it is really hard, isn't it, to remove your emotions? Of course.
0: From. Of course it is.
1: And again, I suppose trying to make Born Anxious work, you know, because... In business. You've
0: got business head as well, yeah. So oh, yeah. you do
1: because I'd just give everyone in the world t-shirts with them <laughs>
0: because
1: they're great and that's a great message. But, you, know, to think you know what you
0: need to do? I reckon a really good idea would be um, to let companies uh, sponsor t-shirts and put their logo on the back and give them to all their staff. I think that'd be. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Any company.
1: make that happen. Yeah. Any
0: companies out there listening to this that want to do something amazing for their staff, get in touch with Kelly and Born Anxious. What's the URL, Kelly? It's
1: um the three Ws and then yep. BornAnxious.co.uk.
0: Right. Get in touch um, with Kelly at BornAnxious.co.uk and buy tons of t-shirts for your staff with um with a little logo on the back to show that your company cares about your staff being kind to each other, to other people that they meet, and it will be brilliant for your companies. So I think everyone should do that. So well,
1: we're building an army, aren't we? So that's it.
0: Keep building. Kelly, uh, we, I have a feeling we could talk more. I'm sure we will speak again. I'd like to keep in touch and um, watch the journey. And also, as your parenting changes over the coming months and years, as Oscar grows up, you're going to learn more. You're going to be able to tell us more. So we will speak again. Is that okay with you?
1: It's great. Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> it's my pleasure. Look, everybody else that's listening, uh, thanks once again to Kelly. Um, please do share this. Please do go and visit, visit bornanxious.co.uk. Please do tell everyone you know this isn't just about people with neurodiversity. This is about, as Kelly says, making the world a kinder place. Let's make being kind cool. So, one of the ways you can help anyone listening to this is share the living hell out of this podcast because. Um, anyone with a neurodiversity is a superhero helping the world become kinder and that's the outcome i'm taking away from today so kelly once more thanks so much for being with us Um, and um, to everybody else um, stay kind and we'll see you all next time cheers
1: thank you